Hello, my friend, Heather Carter. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another I if anyone actually watches us, you know? You know, <laughs> I, I, I hope but that's a benefit. That's a ripple. When I get a chance to talk to you, we just kind of kick around things we're thinking about and how'd the week go and what's yeah. what'd you struggle with, what'd you get through in the messiness. Um, it's so, and it's not to celebrate our challenges. It's to go, yeah, you know, we're not that different and we've got things and it's, it's a great conversation because it always lifts me up. So I, I sincerely appreciate you, Heather Carter. Mm -hmm. Well, I think if nothing else, as far as the video part, you and I can see each other since most of you may know this, but Bruce and I have never actually met in person. So someday that's going to happen, but this is a great way for us to, um, you know, stay a little bit more personally connected. So even if no one else ever sees the video, at least you and I do. So, well, I feel like we have met and that sort of makes it like when we do, it'll be three dimensional. Now it's two dimensional and that's all good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we talk about our families, we talk about our kids, we talk about our spouses and, and, and it's all good. It's all sort of what's the common theme and, and we're both working through things and just trying to get better. Try to just get a little bit better. That doesn't mean like we're always like to be awesome and to, to win a prize, but it's just to be more what God intends us to be mm. and journey. And there's ups and there's downs and there's struggles and there's frustrations. And no one ever said it was going to be easy, but I think they did say it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. so well, why don't you tell everyone what our word's going to be? And I don't know. You know, I was... I walk every Saturday and I do these things called walk and talks on Saturday. I go live on Facebook at eight o'clock Eastern. If you're interested, Bruce Pulver on Facebook. And there's a pond that's, that's out there that I walk by and, you know, the geese will come and settle and there's, there's kind of, you know, driftwood and, and trees that have fallen and every once in a while you see a beaver and, you know, the water doesn't move that much. It kind of sits there and there's, there's algae then that comes out and, you know, you kind of see the green expanse off the shoreline into the water and you know, you'll see some, you know, discarded cans and bottles and things. And I look at it sometimes. It doesn't have that smell that you would think, but but the water doesn't move that much and it's kind of stagnant. It kind of has that shouldn't. I mean, like it's not moving. And so we wanted to unpack, not because of that, but we're thinking about stagnant and being stagnant in life in relationships mm -hmm. in work in just kind of fitness just just stuff that can happen sometimes right we say life happens and then the things that we really want to take care of in our life tend to get stagnant maybe get stale maybe get maybe get stiff but we kind of wanted to unpack stagnant like a pond, right? It, it often has an aroma to it, right? It often isn't moving. Is there life in it? Sometimes we wonder. That looks like a stagnant pond out there versus mm -hmm. versus one that has kind of a stream running through it and the, you can see the water moving a little bit more. I don't know. Um, sometimes when I'm stagnant, I feel like I'm not finding a way to contribute where you mm -hmm. kind of feel like you're on the sidelines and a spectator. Um, and there's no real flow. That's what I think of when I think of the word stagnant. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of imagining. At least the opposite of stagnant would be something with a flow and a direction and a purpose. And when 
I know when I feel stagnant in my faith or in my relationships, you know, there's no, it's because there's no forward movement. Like everything's just always the same and the world and people and circumstances are not meant to be always exactly the same. You know, we're always kind of moving forward, backwards, sideways. Uh, in fact, it's interesting. My church, we just finished last week a, a series that we were doing called Get Better. It's that same mm -hmm. idea, the kind of always trying to have some forward progress. And that doesn't mean it will always be forward. Sometimes it's backwards, you know, sometimes it's forwards, but that movement is what keeps us aware, I think, of where where God is moving. Um, I don't know, You're more engaged in the world. Well, you think about movement, and we talked about a pond, mm -hmm. but never watch, watch the shoreline of an ocean or, or the Gulf or, or, you know, water that's impacted by the tide. And, and there might be a, uh, a pier or a barrier wall. Um, the movement isn't always forward to make progress. I know that kind of sounds like Captain Obvious, though, right? Sometimes you have to back away from the wall to drive around it. Whereas if you, the headlights or the, the, the grill of the Jeep is just pushing against this thing and it can't go forward, that's stagnant too. So I think when we think about getting out of being stagnant, it doesn't mean that you're pushing something over. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it means you look for a, like a different direction because if we're stagnant, we also might be stuck. Like we're stuck in the same arguments, right? Um, we, we don't want to move forward in a relationship that could be stagnant. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'm not saying leaving a relationship, but I'm saying maybe looking at it differently, like think of a different way to approach something. Maybe, I don't know, it's a meal and you prepare it differently or a different kind, or you say, Hey, how about Tuesday night? We go out and get something. We just have a conversation or because things can become, you know, stagnant can also be, I think, mundane, it just mm -hmm. become a routine that you just settle for. And, you know, settle is a, a difficult word. We'll maybe talk about that in an episode upcoming um, because it's not always a bad thing to settle. But in this in this case, maybe we feel like we're just in a place that we really can't do anything about. But we have an emotion about it that says we should. Mm -hmm. So we're stagnant. We're not able to move. Yeah. Stagnant also kind of implies, like what you were saying, just almost rotting or ponds that are decomposing things, things that are smelly, they stank. Uh, and I think when we are, when we feel stagnant, it's different because one of the things we talked about is that there's a, there's a difference between stagnant and still. Still implies yeah. so many good things, whereas stagnant, even though in our minds, it's still, it's, sitting still or being still yeah. it's, a, it's a putrid stillness <laughs> I, you know I, I did i did write something that we really can't break down in sentences about stagnant um let me sh i'll share it with you because it was just sort of a way that i thought about stagnant 
something too awful going nowhere nothing but tolerated mm. stagnant too awful going nowhere and nothing but tolerated or trouble or tension when I, that's what i think of when something is stagnant it's just like in the mud like you, not that you can't move through it but sometimes if you're stagnant you don't want to move through it so there's mm -hmm. a mental side that might be choice associated with being stagnant that says hey can i can i flip a switch to decide not to be stagnant anymore but then i've got to do something about it mm -hmm. i wonder if god you know this and i'm asking this because i don't really i'm kind of just asking myself and asking you out loud is does God take us to places of stagnation sometimes so that we are, it, it becomes necessary to do it different or to make some changes that we need to make? You know, sometimes it, it takes the pain of the change to be less than the pain of staying put to actually make the movement. It hurts more to stay here. So, I mean, I can't read God's mind, but sometimes there are the motivations to excel. Like, I'm going to keep going because there, there's more. I'm just doing so great. I'm just going to keep making calls. I'm going to keep, you know, more listings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep more cold calls and, you know, I'm going to whatever that is, keep producing more of something because they're selling or there's the this hurts so bad. I've got to do something different. Like, got to move, which is similar motion, but the motive of the motion is different, right? Yeah. So maybe so. Like, I'm, you know, you get to a place where, you know, in our faith relationships, we lean on God, right? We lean on Him to for joy, but oftentimes we lean on Him when there's nothing else, and that's not the only time that He wants us. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's fall to your knees because it's so stagnant I can't tolerate anymore. And I don't know what to do. And I think he's there both times. I know he's there because he never leaves us. But maybe that's maybe that's a good point, is that we get to a point of unwilling to sustain the stagnancy anymore. Mm -hmm. And and you mentioned before, you know, the pain of staying the same is greater than the, than the pain of change. So we do what often I that I think that fear is the thing that keeps us from getting out of that stagnant place. So when after a while, when we're in that stagnant place long enough, then we're willing to do the thing that we've been afraid to do that's been keeping us in that place of stagnation. You know, I know at my office the other day we were talking about, you know, the housing market is just crazy right now. Crazy meaning we don't really know what it's doing at all. Some days it's amazing and some days it's just terrible. And and he said, what would you do if you had to sell a house today? What would you do? Would you start knocking on doors? Would you just start calling all your friends? What's the thing you would do if your life depended on you selling a house today? Hmm. Sometimes you have to like have that kind of get outside of the normal things you're always doing 
to make the necessary changes. And, and a lot of times it's scary. You know, for me, I am scared to make um, phone calls to strangers. I don't know. That's just, <laughs> I think that might be something a lot of people have fear about. But, you know, if you had to do it, well, okay, I probably would make all the calls that I am usually scared to make because I have to sell a house today. So what is that thing that you're afraid to do? Right. Interesting, because we want to get out of being stagnant means we want to move. But you threw another word out here and said it's very, very different being stagnant than being still. Talk to me about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, being still is is probably the number one thing that helps me move from stagnation to a place of thriving is that in order to do that, I have to sit still with myself. I have to sit still first and foremost with God and let him tell, listen to him, tell me how it is. It's usually stuff I already know that he has a plan and it's his timing is perfect and his plan is perfect. I know all that in my head, but I sometimes live as if it's all up to me. So when I am still, and I talked to you earlier about how, you know, the last few weeks have been kind of brutal in the real estate market. I haven't sold anything. I've been calling people about um, going, speaking at churches and not hearing back or hearing back that they're already booked. And it's just like one thing after another has just been, nope, 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 nope. And I finally just out of sheer, not that I'm not bragging on this, out of sheer, just like frustration, discouragement, I was like, fine. God, you know, you're so omniscient and omnipotent. You take care of it all. And he did. <laughs> I Things started working once I surrendered it. And it wasn't a one time I just surrendered it and then I was good. It was rigorous day after day after day of praying and surrendering it because I was, I was not in agreement, let me tell you, with God's timing on all of this. He, so, so he, he heard you you might have been telling you telling him but maybe he heard you asking him mm -hmm. i'm not sure he uh applies the emotion to the words yeah. sometimes because you know he knows we're not perfect in how we yeah. go about things and i get that so i did write the word still different from stagnant right i said stagnant was something too awful going nowhere and nothing but tolerated. So I'm just sitting there just going, and I'm going to tolerate this thing. I wrote still very differently. Sit till it loses languish. Like I'm languishing on something. It's just like, I just, just sitting still mm -hmm. sitting till it loses language. It's no longer a struggle. And man, we just got to let go. And, and, you know, silent and listen we've had this conversation those words have the same letters no extra letters silent and listen you can write mm -hmm. you just reorder the words and being still man we run so hard we we want to mm -hmm. solve it we want to get it done we want to charge after it um finding that time for me it's the morning for me, it's absolutely the morning. For some people, it's at night or maybe at lunchtime. They go find a, a park or something and they just sit still. Um, that has proven so important to me in the last, you know, 
he's he's I don't know about you, but I, I just feel like I'm the piece of wood and he's the whittler. Mm-hmm. And he's just continuing to work on me and and I'm trying to be available and willing. And to do that, I have to be still. Otherwise, man, the voices that go through my head about man, you got to solve this or the distractions of, you know, sometimes I close my eyes and I just feel like I'm scrolling through my screen on my phone, like Mm -hmm. total distraction, no concentration and finding that like it was a couple nights ago, it was pretty rough. I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, my mind won't even stop. Mm -hmm. I failed miserably at this. I said, look, Pulver, you got to calm your mind down. You got to be still count backwards from a hundred to zero. I couldn't do it. Like I lost count. Where am I at 63? Was it 63 or 53? Because my mind was so distracted and I knew I wasn't still. I absolutely knew that I wasn't still. And I didn't, maybe I was stagnant because stagnant doesn't mean not moving. Sometimes stagnant is just being in the chaos. Stifled. Stagnant might be something at times, right? I can't move. I'm frozen. Yeah. And you know, stepping back, exhaling, being calm, calling God in, not that he's never not, not that he's never there, but saying, okay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready. And, you know, he's always ready. It's, it's sort of like, dad, can you play catch with me? It's like, you, as long as you ask, I'm there to play. Right. And mm-hmm. That's, that's been some things I've gone through recently that, that have really been tense, but being yeah. still has really helped me with that. Yeah. I was, when you were talking, I was thinking just kind of this image of the being in a stagnant pond that those kinds of places are murky and dirty and cluttered and sticks and rocks and things that are blocking the creatures in there from moving around freely. And I think of stillness as clarity. You know, you're, you're still, you have clarity. There's not a bunch of things blocking your vision. There's not a bunch of things blocking your physical body. You're just in a still space. And, uh, when you're stagnant, you, like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not moving around at all. It just means that there's junk everywhere. Everything's just cluttered and murky. I'm not going to get the verse and chapter right, but be still and know that I am God mm-hmm. is uh, maybe a, a way to kind of very quickly in half a dozen words to to try to find that moment. It could be at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be when everything's because we get these moments. We don't get we don't get to plan that. OK, I'm going to have 20 minutes of stillness. Um, sometimes it's a tap on the shoulder that says just get calm, catch a little moment right, mm-hmm. is a way to be still calm versus stagnant to me stagnant and stuck are two like you're in you're walking mm-hmm. in this murky pond and all of a sudden your legs won't move mm-hmm. you know you're stuck and you're, stagnant. And you're still sometimes flailing above flailing, the water <laughs> flailing around you know trying to get free i think that god eventually is you know i that's me when i'm not in when I'm not spiritually fit, when I'm not spending the time with God that I need to, or, and not surrendering things, not just my morning time with him, but surrendering things to him throughout the day, the yeah. constant, um, 
turning it over, turning it over, turning it over throughout my day. Uh, and I feel like he's eventually, he's kind of like, all right, you know, I flail and flail until I'm about passed out. And then he's like, all right, are you, are you done yet? Done with that. You know, you're done fighting. Are you done? So, you know, we all go through that, right? What, what, if someone's listening to this, we're, you know, we're 20 minutes in and we've been kind of chatting about stagnant and still and, you know, patience and being calm. What, what would you say to someone that's like, I, I just need to find a stillness. Mm-hmm. What do you, what would you say? Hey, try this, try these one or two things. What would you say? Heather? Wow. Well, I think the first thing that, that I have to do is I have to get, I have to get alone. Alone. I have to get alone with God. And if that's, hopefully it's in my house in the morning on a, the couch all cozy with coffee but sometimes for me it's in my car um i can't tell you how many times i pull into my garage and sit in my car for a while because okay. i know there are people in the house and i just need no one network talking to me no my phone not on i just sit there and like kind of gather myself so i'd say you know get alone somewhere um yeah. And at work, I have to do that sometimes, you know, just go in the restroom if I need to or go in a separate space. So I say get alone. And then I have a simple prayer that I have to pray a lot during the day that when I can't always be alone and, you know, I just always say, God, I surrender this to you. Take care of everything. Mm. And then I get back to what I'm doing. And so if it's, you know, God, I'm starting to worry about my kid or, or my client or whatever. I just say, God, I surrender my son to you. Take care of everything. Yeah. And you're not, you're not asking for a specific fix. You're just letting go. I have a lot of ideas for him for specific fixes, but he tends to do better when I just let him figure it out. (laughs) He's got those answers. Yeah. 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 To me, there's a couple things. Um, I like to get outside and you said kind of be alone. You know, if you enjoy the nature, if you enjoy being listening to birds, there's things that are like not something you drive. To me, that's a, that's a very calming place. And the other, you know, I've got a music background and to me, music without words Hmm. is just allows itself to speak to me, whether it's symphonic music, whether it's classical stuff, right? You just hear an orchestra play. Hmm. It doesn't have to be. Or, you know, just instrumental music where it's just the band playing, no lyrics, no story to listen to. Um, I find that listening to the musicians, listening to each other, it's like, oh, okay, they're speaking without words. They're communicating, having a conversation that I just get to hear and there's no words. So that's just some things that, that I do. Being alone, like you said, finding that and then letting God have it. And, and to me, it's it's a place where, and it may only be five minutes, where it just doesn't matter. Like right. the day, I'm not holding anything up, right? I'm not support. I'm just like, let me out. Whether it's a garden, or you know, whatever that place is, go to a gallery. Um, just find a place where you can just absorb. Um, that has helped me. It's it's also created a lot of creativity in that moment. I want to say something about that. When you were talking about listening to music without words, uh, my husband and I were talking about that earlier, uh, just that, you know, you and I are very much 
word people, obviously. We have a whole podcast about words. And so words are very powerful and in our minds and in our spirits. But there's something about, we, he was even saying, you know, I listened to some spa music or something and while I was relaxing. And he's like, I might try to do that more. And I said, yeah, when I take a bath or do something like relaxing, I want music with no words and he said there's just something about having no human voices suggesting anything and just having the music because how many times in a day are you not hearing a human voice talking even if it's something you enjoy like instead of getting alone don't put on you know as much as i want you to listen to me and bruce don't put us don't put us on your phone just sit quiet for a few minutes with yeah. no humans suggesting let god actually get in there yeah unclutter because sometimes uns make things unstagnant so mm-hmm. hey, what a great conversation you know um we, i feel I, like we should also like make a disclaimer that you know you and i both talk about how we're morning people and you're a extra morning person but we're recording this at night tonight and we are. So I feel like anything that people don't like, they should just be able to, they can just throw it out and just blame it on the night. <laughs> blame it on Heather and Bruce's brains have gone. <laughs> I love this. So night you never know how many people or who or what time folks are listening to this. And again, yeah. it matters because we want to make an impact, but we're not running ads. We're not doing bumper music. We're not hyping mm-hmm. this up. It's just something that, um, uh, guys and gals that are listening to this, uh, I don't. I just get more out of this than. I mean, I hope you do, but just know that I certainly do by just thinking through challenging topics that we kind of have to work through. So, mm-hmm. with that, we'll shut down stagnant. We'll be still, mm-hmm. and we'll come back for another episode next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Bruce. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye.